Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 14. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. I'll be your presenter. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the podcast, The King is Coming Soon, via the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com, and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here, we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights. We also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. We'll definitely see how these news stories on political events and government policies in the U.S. and in the Middle East are nuanced to demonstrate the Bible as the Word of God. The politics, global pandemics, conflicts, and the threats of more conflicts all help us to understand the Holy Bible. We'll see how the relationship between news and the prophecies are lining up daily. These help keep us on track and help us to make ready for the biggest global event yet to take place. The eminent arrival of the bridegroom for his bride. Today, we celebrate one month of airing of the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. We started airing on Wednesday, June 15th. And one month later, we are in our 14th episode today. We give God all the glory for this great opportunity to reveal His Kingdom's policies to the world so that we'll see him as a good father who has good plans for us. We have not done well on our own. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Justin Leib. We like to extend condolences to Pastor Justin and his family on the passing of his father last weekend. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 10 a.m. They worship at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach, where the zip code is 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 
7440 or visit their website info at heritagechurch.cc Please make plans to attend soon. Pastor Justin and his team will make you and family feel at home. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 14. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Wednesday, in remarks on the South Lawn as he departed for Hartsville-Jackson, Atlanta, where he's scheduled to deliver remarks on the rebuilding of America's infrastructure faster, better, and stronger, the president stated, The markets are very good. The country is doing well. Jobs are growing fast. We want schools to be open. They will be open. And they will be open, he reiterated. The president expressed the optimism that U.S. schools will be reopened relatively on time. Hopefully, perfectly on time in most places, he said. And this is according to the White House press release. Also on Wednesday, President Trump, in a law enforcement briefing in the Oval Office, spoke with reporters on crime and prevention efforts currently underway in the U.S. to take down the MS-13 gangs. The president announced that his administration had just concluded a historic operation, leading to the arrest and indictment of dozens of MS-13 members whom he described as savages, given their methods of killing their victims. President Trump further stated that in addition to the members the U.S. now has in custody, leaders from MS-13 gang. The president added that this operation had taken place over the last few days. He added that in the past three years, ICE has deported over 16,000 gang members, including those belonging to MS-13, and arrested over 2,000 members of MS-13. Meanwhile, the administration continues to look for and prosecute other gang members. The president described It is his administration's war on foreign gangs. He added that there are gangs from a number of countries and that more than 20 of those gang members who were arrested and indicted in the past seven days were illegal aliens. During the press briefing, President Trump also announced that in the next week, The White House, along with the Attorney General and the FBI, will be making additional announcements 
vis-à-vis -vis crime prevention policies in U.S. cities. Present at Wednesday's announcement were Attorney General William Barr and other leaders in law enforcement in the U.S. This was from the White House press office. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the First Assembly of God Church in Salt Pond, Long Island, Bahamas. The pastor is Pastor Craig Fox. The First Assembly of God Church meets four services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and for midweek Bible study on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. To contact the First Assembly of God Church, you can call 1242-338-0074 or write to email address agsaltpond at outlook.com. Please make plans to attend soon. Pastor Craig and his team will make you and the family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and Middle East news highlights. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu Tuesday convened a forum on coronavirus with members of his government to find ways to combat the rise of the virus in Israel, stated the Ministry of Foreign Affairs newsletter on Wednesday. Prime Minister Netanyahu directed the health system be strengthened with additional positions, budgets, and personnel. The Prime Minister said that additional financial assistance for families had been formulated. Israel has been dealing with the rising numbers of infected persons and they are revisiting the policies that have been undertaken, re reopening of businesses and entertainment facilities. Meanwhile, Israeli scientists are working around the clock to invent remedies to fight against this virulent virus. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Before we wrap up our news report, I'd like to tell you of two books I have written. They are The Legitimacy of the Holy Bible as a Legal Instrument. Is International Law Greater Than the Word of God? This book was first published in 2007 and has been revised with a new chapter added and was re-released in March of 2020. The other book is... Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East, 
Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? This was published in 2014 by Dorrance Publishing. Please visit the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and amazon.com to purchase a copy of each book. On the website thekingiscomingsoon.com, if you click directly on the photo of the book you have selected, you will go straight to the publishers and you'll be able to make your purchase there. They are must read. Finally, in segment three, we'll look at updates from the kingdom of heaven, our devotional. But before we do, let us have a quick review of today's news. President Trump on Wednesday stated that the US economy is doing well and reiterated calls for schools to be reopened. President Trump announced on Wednesday that over the last seven days, U.S. law enforcement officials have conducted joint operation which enabled them to arrest and indict a number of MS-13 gang members as well as others. Internationally, Israeli government meets to find ways to curtail the spread of coronavirus in that country. Welcome to our devotional, Ruth and Naomi. How the older woman lovingly mentored the younger. I'll read that back again. Naomi and Ruth. How the older woman lovingly mentored the younger. In a quick review of previous podcasts in the past month, we have had special features on the following. The question, is the Holy Bible the Word of God or the work of brilliant men? We have featured Israel We have looked at the paradigms of good and bad governance when we examined the kingdoms of Saul and David in Israel. We have had guest presenters and they have looked at the ten virgins, rewards in the afterlife, a call to press on in the race, and am I my brother's keeper? You could see a particular thread running through all these topics. They are related to the concept of responsibility and preparedness in living here for eternity. Today, we will see in this beautiful story how two women in pain took risks and how an old woman's insight guided a young woman to a great destiny. Our scripture reading is from the book of Titus chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderous, not given to much wine, 
teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. This is from Titus chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. When I was in Israel in 2009, I was there for three months. One day, I was visiting a Jewish school in Hebron when I noticed a lot of artwork on the wall done by the students. And I commented on what I had seen and was told the students were remembering Ruth the Mobites, who had joined herself to her mother-in-law, Naomi, that they recall her great sacrificial acts to lovingly assist her mother-in-law is done for a month annually. I was also taken to the graveside of Ruth and Boaz, her wealthy and kind Jewish husband. Naomi and Ruth were family in the sense. Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law. We never got the ages of either woman, but it's safe to conclude that Ruth was a young woman and Naomi was an elderly woman. Both women had their share of grief, suffering, and pain. Naomi's husband, Emelech, dies in Moab, the land they had emigrated to from Bethlehem. She's now a widow. We don't know how much time had passed before she suffers a one-two punch. Her two sons die, Malan and Chilion. Both men were married, so their wives and their mom are in great grief. For Naomi, she had lost everything. Her world had come crashing down. The questions in her mind were, Where is God in this? Has he not seen my troubles? Has he no grasp of my pain and suffering? How will I be able to take care of myself? Naomi's suffering was immeasurable. Nevertheless, this was not the end of her world. Yes, you heard right. Things are about to get better. Likewise, you, my sister, you, my brother, do not do anything to harm yourself because you feel hopeless and feel that God has abandoned you or your country. You see, God hears. God sees. God knows everything. Just follow what happens next in these two broken women's lives. Naomi leaves Moab for her homeland. Naomi was in Moab. All the family she had was her two daughters-in-law. Meanwhile, she had heard that the economy in Bethlehem was improving as the famine was over, so she decided that she will return home. The girls 
her daughters-in-law made plans to travel to Bethlehem with her, but she strongly discouraged them, urging them instead to stay home in Moab and remarry and get on with their lives. This was a difficult time for Naomi, and she was making difficult decisions, knowing that she was old and had no idea what was ahead of her. Her daughters-in-law were named Ophrah and Ruth. Ophrah was persuaded and she opted to remain in Moab. But Ruth stridently held fast to her mother-in-law and requested that she allows her to follow her wherever she went. Thus, Ruth arrives in Bethlehem with Naomi. Living in a strange land with unfamiliar cultural norms and language did not hinder Ruth. She decided that life must go on. They, Naomi and herself, must have food. So she followed the tradition the poor women had. That was to go to the fields of farmers to glean or cut grain left behind during the harvest to take home for food. This was a legal principle that God had instituted in order to provide for the poor and the widows. Ruth meets Boaz. While Ruth humbly gathers grain, the wealthy landowner sees her and he inquires of her and subsequently encourages her to stay in his field. He even encouraged the harvesters to deliberately leave extra stalks of grain for Ruth. He had spoken kindly to her and had commended her for her sacrificial love and loyalty to Naomi. This man's name is Boaz. He happens to be a relative of Emelech, Naomi's deceased husband. Naomi's plans for Ruth and Boaz. In chapter 3 of the book of Ruth, Naomi says this. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on the best garment and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies and you shall go in, uncover his feet and lie down and he will tell you what you should do. Lessons to be learnt. Naomi sees an opportunity where her wisdom and experiences could prove vital in assisting Ruth. Ruth respects, loves, and honors her mother-in-law 
and she does what she tells her to do. These two women had gone through much, but there was a window of hope that was presented and the older woman saw it and told the younger of her plans. The end result is Boaz marries Ruth and they have a son and the women in the town called him Obed. Naomi nurtures him and teaches him the ways of God and he, Obed, is the grandfather of King David. How about you? Are you in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s or 100 years old? God has a purpose and a plan for you. You can counsel the young woman who is placed in your life. No, she's not there through chance or by accident. Ask God for ways you can help and mentor her. She may become the mother of a great influential son or daughter or herself become a prominent person. Today is your day. Be a Naomi. To choose life and not to give up. Let us pray. Abba Father, life here on earth is very challenging and difficult. And given the fact that the future is unknown to us humans, we are at a loss. However, in the devotional today, we see that we are not defeated until we give up. Therefore, help us to live as Naomi and Ruth in finding hope, joy and peace to live a fulfilled life despite what happens. Let us always remember that you will never leave us or forsake us. Abba Father, indeed, there is no other God beside you. Thank you for your forgiveness of our sins and the gift of eternal life that we have at our disposal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 14. In closing, we'd like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors as well as Urkuch for his handiwork, Sangdin the Shofar. On Friday, the Lord wills, we have a very special guest presenter in our devotional. She is from the Bahamas. Stay tuned. I have been your presenter, Cherub. 
Jesus is coming soon. See you next time.